Welcome to the Voice of Senior Care. I'm Morgan. And I'm Kiana. And we're bringing families and the caregiving community together. Friendly Voices, the The Senior Senior Care Podcast. Friendly Voices, the Senior Care Podcast. I'm your host, Kiana James, and we have Morgan Williams. And our special guest today is Crystal Sarmiento. And today we're going to talk about grit and grace, staying positive when things are tough. But before we get started, we want to learn about our special guest, Crystal. Crystal, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? (laughs) I'll try to make it a little bit. <laughs> um, my name is Crystal Sarmiento. I am the owner and founder of the Resource Consulting and also the founder of Becoming a Lioness and author of Becoming a Lioness. Awesome. Tell us a little bit more. There's a lot more to Crystal. <laughs> Give us a little bit more. Um, there's, there's just different layers of what goes on with Crystal, but um, I think that the most important thing that I'm known for or recognized for is being I'm an executive coach and I'm also an author of a best-selling Amazon book called Becoming a Lioness where I go into um, very, very, um, not graphic detail, but I go into a lot of detail about um, some really tough situations that I was able to overcome um, against all the odds, um, specifically being a, um, a Latin American that was raised by a single father who's Mexican and um, being able to overcome that. And then also um, a teenage mom and then the death of my fiance and then going through um, corporate America and rising to the very top of all my goals um, to then choose to leave corporate America for my corporate calling. Um, And that really is where I come in the picture um, with the RE source and becoming a lioness, which is to transmit the power of um, believing who we are in our identity so that we can overcome those tough obstacles that life brings us because that's why we're here today, right? Um, You know, everybody at one point in time, whether it's personal or professional, will meet at the door with resistance. You know, something that forces us out of our comfort zone. And because of that and being able to help um, and many corporations help people achieve their goals, um, help women overcome obstacles that you know, that they're just set up for failure in and just redirecting them really forced me to um, choose to leave that corporate sector, take all that knowledge along with the other knowledge um, in the ministry aspect and working with families and women and combine the two yeah. to make the organization the resource consulting. So it's just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I told you, I told you there was a lot more to her. <laughs> she tried to just give us a little sprinkle. Well, we're so happy that you were able Thank to join you. us today. Uh, we know you have a wealth of knowledge. Thank you. And this topic is something that's just so important. We know that 
you know, we're, we're still in this COVID pandemic. Um, we thought we would just be here for what, two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two weeks to bend the curve. And 14 days, 14 <laughs> days. We're still here. And there's so much that people were going through. They talk about, I know, I live in Pearland and I just got our one of our, our little newspapers and it was talking about how the Pearland Friendswood area, how a lot of people are dealing with a lot of mental issues because of this pandemic. And we know that's something that we're hearing over and over and over again. There's so much going on. Times are tough. People are having a hard time. And so here we want to provide a resource for families, for caregivers, those taking care of their loved ones. On top of having to go through a pandemic, they also have the challenges of taking care of their loved ones. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like a double whammy. Definitely. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And we put together some topics and we want to just kind of get your thoughts, Crystal. Yeah. And your opinions. <laughs> Expertise. So, they're just my opinions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And so today we're going to talk about positive psychology. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about ways in which we can stay optimistic. And then we're going to talk about some ideas and some ways in which we can combine those. So the first topic for this portion of our segment is dealing with positive psychology. And so we went to Harvard, mm -hmm. Harvard Health, and we found some ideas that was talking about positive psychology. So the first question is talk about how can positive psychology help in trying times? What do you think about that term when we talk about positive psychology? A lot of things come to mind when I hear positive and psychology. Um, the first thing that I always go to is what does it mean? I go to the root of the word and I try to figure out what does this word say? What does it mean? Um, I think that a lot of the times people are going to revert to what they know psychologically right um, whether you know anything about psychology or not as human beings the way our brains are wired and I don't say this um, but I do a lot of research with neuroscientists neuroplasticity and um, experts in that arena and um, and even reading books back in the 40s and 50s that were written at the oh, very beginning of the entire scientific studies of the brain and how it operates. I think that what we normally go back to is what we know. It's very difficult when people begin to experience something they've never experienced before because they don't know how to handle it, right? And for us as a world, none of us really knew how to handle a pandemic of this magnitude, especially because what we were told kept changing and changing and changing. And so then you deal with a lot of those situations where people had to make a choice on what they were going to feel about it and then what they were gonna do about it. And a lot of us have a hard time because it's new for us. So we do the best we can. When it comes to positive psychology, Positive psychology is a is relatively a new term. We didn't hear positive psychology 20 years ago, 30 years ago. So you have a generation of millennials that I would say hear this consistently because of social media, because of the information that's at our fingertips nowadays. But when we look at generations like ours and above and the elderly, 
they were taught to just get through life. Right. Right? So however that was. When it comes to where do I find that positive resource? When I say we go back to what we know, many people who have had struggles in life early on will find a way to cope with it. And even though they may go 20, 30 years without experiencing something of that gra- of that magnitude, that will trigger the same feelings that they had here and they will gravitate towards those coping mechanisms. So I think it's super positive on positive psychology to remind people, hey, you may not know how to get through this, but here are some awesome ways that people who have, have gotten through it, right? right? So here's some tips. Here's the things that we look for. Here's, you know, some tips that have helped people who have been through the Great Depression. Those people are the grittiest, honestly. (laughs) People who have had to learn to survive. This isn't even close to a depression, what we went Exactly. <laughs> We're sitting at home with our Netflix. Yeah. Yes! And our DoorDash. Exactly. Our groceries are being delivered. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Target's closed, so. Target was closed. <laughs> Those great experiences that we're so used to going out to. And I think really what it's done is it's forced people to feel uncomfortable for the yeah. first time in their lives. Out of control, not knowing what to do, and... It's funny because I don't know if you've experienced this, but a lot of the elderly community that I know or that I've been around, they were afraid for their health, but a lot of them weren't. A lot of them were like, this isn't gonna, it's just a pandemic or I've been there, done this. And I know some that are very strong, strong minded that are like, if I'm gonna go out, I'm going out. God's right. gonna take me out, but I'm going out without a mask, right? Can't hear that. Right? Yeah. And and I'm not in that daily operation like you guys are. Yeah. But at the same time, being positive is something that our brains has to be taught. Yeah. We have to teach ourselves that when times get tough, what's your value system? What do you fall back on? Yeah. And a lot of people again like i said to bring it full circle we'll go back to what they were taught yeah now what was i taught when things got rough i was taught you don't complain you keep going yeah there's better days it's interesting you say that because i'm looking here there's a assistant professor ron siegel and when he's talking about this positive psychology he says it's not about denying difficult emotions exactly it's about opening to what is happening here and now and cultivating and savoring the good in your life so that so i agree with that 100% because nowadays people are taught to cope or ignore and keep going mm-hmm. And I talk to so many people when I'm coaching executives, PhDs, doctors, people who are specialists in their arena, but never really had hard times. And they want to cope or not deal with it. And I always say, step into it. Yeah. Step into that feeling of fear. Step into, lean into it. Don't go full, full force into it, right? But lean into the pain because there's growth that comes from that. And when you overcome that, that's where you train your brain, you can do it. And because of that learned experience, when another difficult time comes, you'll be able to relay back to that, to, hey, I got through that, I can do this again. Yeah. It's like that, get get comfortable with being uncomfortable. 100%, get comfortable being uncomfortable. And so we're gonna talk about ways in which we can stay optimistic, but we do wanna, 
take a short commercial break and then we're gonna come back and talk a little bit more with Crystal. All right. Okay, that was fast. It, that I'm was telling like you. 12 minutes. <laughs> that was fast. That one well. Date is for committed couples that are either engaged or married and would like to keep the dating in their marriage, fight for the family, and lower the divorce rate one couple at a time. We plan 30 to 50 events a month that include workshops, seminars, webinars, experts, and events all around town. This is for couples that want to develop friendships with other like-minded couples that take their marriage and vows seriously. We will also be offering premarital help so that you will not be a statistic. Would you and your partner like to take international vacations together with other couples and at group rates? When you are home, you will learn your city as you go to each new event. Your membership includes all of our locations. We take the guesswork out of creating, having, and keeping a strong marriage. Contact us today. AT&T Fiber delivers a faster internet experience than cable. Ask me how to get 300 megabits per second for only $35 a month, plus taxes and fees, with no annual contract, no bundles required, and unlimited internet data included. Call Bus Up Houston Network at 832-895-5095. Again, that is Bus Up Houston Network at 832-895-5095. Are you single? Maybe you're divorced or new in town. It's time to meet your match with events and adventures. Whether you're low-key or adventurous, come hang out with tons of like-minded people at exciting group activities. The best part? Everyone is single. From happy hours and trivia nights to outdoor adventures and weekend getaways. Events and Adventures has something for everyone. We're all here for the same reason. So come be part of a community made for singles. Your match is waiting for you to make your move. Visit eventsandadventures.com to get started. That's eventsandadventures.com. Welcome back. Today we're talking about grit and grace and how we can stay positive when times are tough. And we have our special guest today, Crystal. So we're talking now about being optimistic. What are some ways in which we can stay and be optimistic? So before we get into some different ways, do you have any thoughts on that just overall? I think um, optimism, again, is a learned behavior. Um, and a lot of it is formed in us through experiences that we go through in life. So for one, when we're children and if we are around people that don't have optimism, those are learned behaviors that, you know how they say, you um, kids do what they see, not what they hear, right? Yeah. And so it goes back to us and what does our childhood look like, right? Um, what do those experiences that have taught us whether how to overcome hard times. Um, a lot of the times, 
it, it's a learned behavior, right? Yeah. So we still can develop a spirit of optimism. It's harder as an adult, right? Um, and some people are born with it. Some people just naturally have this personality that's, that's optimistic, true. and that they're would just be me. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you too. I I tend to be that way. Um, I tend to just focus and choose, make a choice to be optimistic about a situation. Um, there's people in life that might say, hey, I'm, I'm a realist. I'm a realist. And there are realists. And there are times in life where it's time to look at things and look, look at reality. This isn't a show on TV. This isn't a fairy tale. This is reality. Right. But through the lens of I'm a realist, I can make a choice to say, all right, these are my obstacles. Out of these obstacles, I'm going to choose to be optimistic because I know that I have control over over changing the outcome over this and this. I may not be able to change this outcome, right. so I'm just going to let that go and I'm going to divert all my focus on what I can change. Here's what I can change. And because I know that I have some type of control and power there, then I'm going to choose inside to be optimistic about it and making that choice will then give me feelings of joy, will give me feelings of now I got to work, now I got something to fight for. Which also, when we have these feelings of something to fight for, it also gives us feelings of purpose. We have something yeah. to accomplish, something to overcome. And so I get a lot of people that I work with specifically that are very logical, they're very OCD, they're very detailed, they're analytics driven. Right. And for them, it's very hard to be optimistic. Mm -hmm. Then I also deal with people that their life has been a train wreck. They've had the hardest life. And they ask me, they're like, how am I supposed to be optimistic when everything in my life has been a failure? I have bad luck. Everything, love doesn't work out for me. Uh my parents didn't love me, I was put up for adoption, or my husband, I've been through four marriages. So there are these people who have been through very difficult times, and it's like, how do they become optimistic? Where do they pull their source from? And overall, I always say, even if you've been through all of that, you're still here, and let's choose to focus on something and let's challenge ourselves and choose to be optimistic and then see the results, right? Yeah. You, you have to want to have good in your life to be optimistic because some people get comfortable in the negative. Then it becomes right. a part of their mindset and a part of their habits, their daily struggles, their daily life goings. And then they just tend to revert back to, well, it's not going to work out. And then the lack of grit, the lack of optimism keeps them stuck. Right, and it's it's so amazing how powerful the mind is. Hmm. So powerful. So this article here that I have from kbc.org is talking about tips for staying optimistic. And one of the things you've said a number of times on focus, and so one of the tips was focusing on successes. Yes. And I think that's so important because we're talking about how powerful that mind is. We can choose to focus on our failures mm -hmm. or we can focus on our successes. We know if we think of, oh, well, I messed up, I did something bad, that's, that's not going to give us good feelings. It's mm -hmm. not going to be motivating. 
That's right. What do you think about that, focusing on success? So I always go back to the software in our brain, mm -hmm. right? We always hear experts say, well, your brain is like a computer. I believe that it was created that way by the creator of the universe. That's mm -hmm. my fundamental belief. But scientists more and more and more <laughs> don't have answers as to why our brains are created this way. What I do know is that our brain was designed or is designed to course correct. Right. Okay? So it learns from failures. Exactly. So it falls back to when we're a baby and our brain is like a computer and a baby is trying to reach for this pin. And so it doesn't know how to get to the pin, but the brain is making constant calculations of, oh, that didn't work. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, that didn't work. Okay, that worked. Mm -hmm. So because this didn't work, your brain corrects to go here, your brain corrects to go here, and so it's a learning behavior. Um, I read a book by Dr. Maxwell, and he talks about how our brain is almost like a pilot or a plane, the software in a plane, where the plane, you put your coordinates in it, and the plane doesn't know how to drive straight there. It's a process of getting back on course. The, the plane goes this way, and the software says, no, come here. Oh, no, 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 go here. Because our brains works in that way, when things happen to us that are extremely hard or negative or don't work out, our brain is designed to find the solution. Right. We're designed that way. So when we talk about being able to overcome or to move or to find the way to get to the solution, it's in our brain. You just have to want it. So there's, there's a different, there's a lot of failures that have happened. But this is, this is what keeps us stuck or to propel forward. And it's talking, the choice. Yeah, and it's talking about, when it's saying focuses on successes, you think about those challenges that you went through yeah. and the fact that you, you got through them. You got through them. So yeah. we learn, right? This didn't work out, but this did. And so we go back and we tend to focus on that positive thing. Exactly. Some people don't. So we have to help those people say, hey, can you remember a time when you thought there was no solution in sight? And that feeling of what you felt, but then also, how did it turn out? Well, it turned out great. Well, what happened to make it turn out great? Let's focus on that. What did you do? And for me, as a woman that went through huge, huge obstacles in life, I always reverted back to, for me, my prayer life, my value system yeah reverting back to my value system so that's interesting because that's exactly what this other point is talking about challenging your negative thought we can't always choose what happens to us but we can choose the way we respond to it and it gives a really good example we were all stuck at home with this pandemic and so instead of saying things like oh i'm stuck at home with nothing to do it can be reframed as, I'm safe at home with an opportunity to connect with my family. And a lot of people did that. And a lot the of people, that that is so wonderful. I, when I think back to the pandemic, I think we all were hit with fear. We didn't know what to expect. Right, we didn't know who to trust. And we didn't know what was going to be of our lives, of our homes, and of our jobs. Yeah. Then two weeks happened. And then all of a sudden, the whole world had the blessing 
had the positive of being able to connect virtually. Had this pandemic happened 50 exactly. years ago, that's where my mind went. I was like, thank you. Gratitude is one of the tips. Thank you for the ability to get online. Thank you for the ability to jump on my FaceTime. Thank you for the ability to Zoom with people, exactly. to still have commerce happening, still be able to, we were shut down and locked down, but there was positive things happening at the there same were. time. And one of the biggest things that I would say that I hear from people is had we not stopped, how many people would have had heart attacks, not just COVID, but because our society is go, go, that go, go, true. go. That and it was true. like, I was like, do you know how many times sometimes I would offer up like a, a empty prayer? Like, God, I wish I could just be home for two weeks so I could organize my garage. <laughs> I just wish I had two weeks to do all the laundry and not have to go nowhere. We all had that opportunity. What did we do with it? Yeah, what did we true. do with that? It, there was so many positives that came out of COVID. Yeah, some of us weren't able to hug our loved ones. And, you know, we saw a lot of the videos online of the grandparents sticking their hands through plastic yeah. suits in order to, you know, there's power in touch. There's power in a healthy hug. There's power in being able to connect with somebody and put your hand on them. Lack of touch, healthy touch is detrimental to our brains and our body. I mean, there's yeah, so many studies of, I'm reminded now if there's a study um, of a baby, babies in the neonatal ICU that um, it's been proven over time that a baby that is born and doesn't have a touch from a human will die. Even feeding it and yeah. giving it water, it will yeah. die. If it doesn't have physical touch. So how much more did that affect so many people? Which I understand. But also, what came out of it? What was some of the positive things that came out of it? Well, yeah. when you think about success, too, I think those small wins, you know, we can't forget about small wins. Small wins. Yeah. You Amen. survived. I mean, you survived the worst of your days, right? So today, I mean, it's your worst is past, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think small wins, when we talk about success and being optimistic is to remember those, you know, everyday little things that kind That's of keep right. you going. It doesn't always have to be something big you know what 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 did you have today that was positive or what did you do today that brought positivity or light or um optimism into your you know your life Definitely. your community um, those small wins sometimes too. it's hard though it's hard to find a daily you know me and my daughter we have my youngest of five um what was your hi mommy today mm -hmm. and i'm right. like you know baby girl sometimes it's tough to pick that one Hi, yeah. that one high out of my day. What was your low mommy? And I can list them off, <laughs> you know, yeah. but the discipline comes in learning the behavior, finding that one. You know what? Maybe I didn't have anything positive, but the one positive thing was I had AC. I had warm water when I went right. to turn the water faucet on. Yeah. Um, the one positive was I have a blanket. Maybe sometimes our day is reduced down to that. But it doesn't matter. We can all find the one thing that's a positive in our life. And that also is tied into gratitude. Right. You know? And I want to go over uh, or just mention before we go to our next break, some of the other tips as far as being optimistic. Talks about cultivating an attitude of gratitude. Mm. Stay in the present moment. Letting it go, which is a big thing. Mm -hmm. Connecting with positive people. Pay it forward, which mm. you have good, happy feelings. Do it for your family. 
and practice make progress. So we're gonna talk about some of these other ways in which we can stay positive, but we do wanna turn it over to our next commercial break and let you hear from some of our sponsors. Be right back. Singles, do you feel it? The feeling like it's time to start having fun again? If you do, then you're ready to celebrate with the Vincent Adventures. There's never been a better time to join than right now. Meet new people with a packed calendar of fun events, exciting adventures, and future memories. It's time to live life to the fullest, to high five, skydive, and feel alive again. That feeling is here at Events and Adventures. If you're single and ready to celebrate, visit eventsandadventures.com to get started. That's eventsandadventures.com. AT&T Fiber delivers a faster internet experience than cable. Ask me how to get 300 megabits per second for only $35 a month, plus taxes and fees, with no annual contract, no bundles required, and unlimited internet data included. Call Bus Up Houston Network at 832-895-5095. Again, that is Bus Up Houston Network at 832-895-5095. And this is Boss of Houston, where we look up, where we look up, stay up, and where we look up, stay up. Stay up and boss up. This is Boss of Houston, where we look up, stay up, and boss up. Wanna be a boss? Let's talk business. Let's talk fashion. Let's talk health, fitness, community, lifestyle, and finance with Boss Up Houston, Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. It's Boss Up Houston, where we look up, stay up, and boss up. to meet your match with events and adventures. Whether you're low-key or adventurous, come hang out with tons of like-minded people at exciting group activities. The best part? Everyone is single. From happy hours and trivia nights to outdoor adventures and weekend getaways, events and adventures has something for everyone. We're all here for the same reason. So come be part of a community made for singles. Your match is waiting for you to make your move. Visit eventsandadventures.com to get started. That's eventsandadventures.com. Welcome back to Friendly Voices, the Senior Care Podcast. And we have our special guest in studio, Miss Crystal. And we are talking about grit and grace, how we can stay positive during tough times. And we know we have so many tough times that we're dealing with. So what we're going to talk about now are some ideas. Some ideas in which we can do and think in order for us to maintain a state of positivity and not going to the negative. So I found an article here from nursingcenter.com and it came up with a list of different ideas. So we want to talk about some of those. It talks about finding inspiration. And so it was kind of talking about some documentaries or things like that. Are there some different ways in which you look to find inspiration? What do you think about that to stay positive? Definitely. Um, 
the reason I'm pausing is because I can remember all those times that I went through really tough times and um, and looked for different modalities of inspiration. Um, a lot of people tend to look for inspiration in certain types of people right. based on their accomplishments. Um, for me, one of the um, inspiring people <laughs> that I look to are people like my dad. Um, people who have been through a ton of things in life and have yeah. still overcome. And interestingly enough, the elderly. Because many of them have inspiring stories if we just take the time to listen. They've been through a lot. They've earned the right. Way more than what we've been through. <laughs> more than what we've yeah. been through. Yeah. And so a lot of the times listening to their stories, even though they don't understand it, they're inspiring me. Because I always look at it like, wow, if you were able to overcome everything without technology, without all the yeah. things that we have today that we're so fortunate to, to have, then how much more can I get past that? I think a lot of times today people go to YouTube and they type in inspiring workouts or inspiring motivational speaker. And there is something in our brains that that fuels us, right? Um, something that, again, something that I believe um, is in the Bible, which I fall back on. Um, it says that faith comes by hearing, right? And then it proceeds to say by hearing the word of God. But a lot of motivational speakers that don't have that type of faith have pulled that very thing and used it in being able to motivate people is through hearing hearing the positivity hearing a story of somebody else that's been able to overcome the most inspiring thing in life is looking at somebody that has a spirit of grit and they're able to tell you this is what i overcame this is what i overcame that's that's truly inspiring and I think of somebody that uh, that's very uh, popular nowadays, but David Goggins. I don't know if you've read his story or heard of him, but the man is the epitome of grit. Oh, wow. Is the epitome of grit. If you go and you listen to everything he overcame, trial after trial and childhood and child, and he still got up. You know, it reminds me of Rocky, right? Rocky Balboa. He's got that gritty personality but that movie is so inspiring why because he has the heart of a champion a heart that refuses to give up a heart that refuses to stay down a heart that looks at the stars and says i have what it takes to get up and fight to have that courage to not quit we find our inspiration in looking at people who've been able to overcome quote the impossible yeah. which a lot of us have been able to overcome the impossible if we just dig deep enough right we have those stories too yes and i think this article i think it's interesting it talks about another way to stay positive is considering the source so obviously mm. we're not going to get political <laughs> um, but what i find so interesting is so many people were so negative and filled with negativity mm just because they're on a social media app. And that social media app is supposed to bring us joy and right. happiness and laughter. But dealing with the pandemic and this story, this source says this, this person says that, so many people just got so down 
and depressed. Depressed. Yeah. So this article is talking about, you know, there's a lot of discussions on social media is consider the source or go directly to the source. Mm-hmm. Not just necessarily believing what everybody says. That's right. Whatever your side is on yeah. whatever the case is. So what do you think about that? Well, <laughs> I know you think a lot about that. <laughs> no politics. No politics. But you know what? Politics or not. The reality is, is that um, I'm going to go there because I want to give you value for me being here. If I hold back, we're not doing any service to anybody. At the end of the day, it is about that. It's about considering the source. Who is giving you the information? Why are they giving you the information? What's the intent? And then mirroring what they're saying with your source. I believe that we live in a day and age where a lot of people just take information as fact. Yes. And we have lost the ability to question, (laughs) to say, hmm, let me ask you about that. Let's talk about that. Where are you getting this information and how are you pivoting this information? Are you taking it out of context because you have a certain agenda? I'm just going to put it like this. When we talk about politics, both sides have an agenda, period. Exactly. That's what I always say. Period. (laughs) There's an agenda. Now, what I tend to do is why I named my company Ari Source. Because when we're coaching and we're looking at pulling people and performance and high performance and looking deep down and connecting to that untapped reservoir of potential, How do I know you have that reservoir of potential? Why do I believe in you more than you believe in yourself? Why can't you overcome this obstacle? What's holding you back? What's the source of you holding back? What's the source of that negative thought? What's the source of where you want to go? Well, these are my dreams and aspirations. Okay, what's the source? If we bring it back down to the source, whether it's the root of our feelings or the source of our value system, our answers are there. Very well worded. It also talks about avoid engaging. It says we can't control the actions of others, we can control our own reactions. And I think that was something that was so mm-hmm. helpful. I know for me, and I'm a big social media person, mm-hmm. and my husband's like, oh, we get off of it. <laughs> but I mean, at some point, I just had to turn it off. Yeah. You know, and I, I remember just feeling so refreshed. Because mm. <laughs> it wasn't just all this back and forth and people arguing and all this negativity. And it's like, for families, especially since we're talking about senior care podcasts, families are going through the challenges very tough challenges yeah. of taking care of the loved one. Oof. And you know, an outlet for many might be a social media app. And if they're turning to that as a sort of relief or relaxation, and then it's all this negativity, that's not gonna be a source of refreshment for them. I agree. Yeah. I think that um, there's a lot of positives that come out of social media. But again, back to my point is a lot of people just take, and we can because In all honesty, social media is designed with an algorithm to addict us (laughs) to positive and negative. It's designed that way. And so being able to be very conscientiously aware of I'm going to comment on this and then social media is going to ding me, ding me, ding me, ding me with everybody that responded. And not only that, but that 
intervenes with productivity, positivity, and even our self-esteem. Right. There's so many things. And so, like you said, choosing, making that conscientious choice of saying, I'm going to turn this off. I'm done for the day. One of the things that we do or that I, I try to practice is when I go on a trip or on vacation, I believe that the stories, the, the stories app has allowed us to, or it actually has trained us to want to be live and share our moment, a split second of what we're going through. And I have to make a conscientious effort to say, you know what? I'm going to document all my stuff. There will be time to post later. I'm going to enjoy the moment. Right. I'm going to put my phone down. I have a hard time with that. <laughs> <laughs> we can work on that. <laughs> we can work on that. One of the tips that I do is um, because I watched a, a documentary you guys may have heard of. So what was it? Social oh, dilemma. dilemma. Social dilemma. On Netflix. On Netflix. Yes, yeah, really. So cool. I, what I did was I went into my settings app and I turned off my notifications. Mm -hmm. Because before, and, and it works. It works so much so that the algorithms in space notice that I'm not on it as much. So they start to Walmart and start sending me stuff. I'm like a notification from Walmart, which is bizarre. And I'm like, let me go turn that notification off. So it's taking power and knowing that these things are going to, are its job, the algorithm job is to stick its hand in your brain and bring you back in. It's like a fish. They're, they're fishing for your brain and your full attention. Now your your initial statement was that social media can cause people depression. Is that is that what you said initially? Well, negative thoughts, but depression. Negative too. thoughts and yeah. depression. And that could be a whole topic. Negative that, engagement. Absolutely, that's a oh, whole yeah. series. Yeah. Negative engagement and and especially with the I believe in masks. I don't believe in masks, and a lot of us were sucked in. Here's why I believe. A lot of us were either motivated by fear, right? Which was the agenda of many things that we can't control right. was to impart fear, but also to protect. And so because the news organizations strive on fear tactics, mm -hmm. it worked in their favor. Instead of calming everyone down and saying, hey guys, we have the best healthcare in the world. We're in the United States of America. Here's all the things we have going for us. They chose to spin the narrative and say, do this, this, and this, or you're going to die. And every day we turned on TV and it was a death toll. And it was yeah. rising and rising and rising and rising and rising. Yeah. I mean, very depressing. Very depressing. Yeah. And so I was sick of it. I literally was like, I'm not watching TV anymore. I know so I, many people who did that. So many yeah. people. Stopped watching news, stopped watching yeah. TV. Yeah. And, and, and speaking about senior citizens, my mother-in-law is 85. Um, my father-in-law passed away two months before the pandemic in Colombia. So she moved here. And so she had to face the passing of her husband of yeah. over 45, 50 years and coming to the back, back to the United States to live in a home on lockdown. Yeah. This woman walks two miles a day and she was like, I'm going out whether y'all love me or not. <laughs> right? I gotta and meet her. <laughs> she's, a, she's a hoot. And she, her pastime was watching the news in Colombia. Mm -hmm. That's all they did as senior citizens over there, watching the news, watching the news, watching the news. And it came to a point where she was terrified, terrified of everything. Yeah. And that fear can paralyze us. Right. And so it was my job to say, stop watching the news. There's, yeah. You're not, what, is, did anything change? 
Right. Did anything change? Let's, let's find some positive things. Right. You know, the vaccines are coming. The, the, there's, there's hope. Right. It was devastating. It was definitely devastating. We're still seeing devastation from it. But there's so many positive things if we just focus on them. We choose to focus on them. Right. And that's what we want to do. And that was the, the purpose of this segment is choosing Friendly to voices. Yes. <laughs> focus on the positive. Before we wrap up, I do want to go over a few other of these points uh, or suggestions. It says, say hello. Uh, Smile even behind your mask. I do that. Smile with your eyes. <laughs> I, I, do I do that. that. Yeah. Offer Exercise. a smile to somebody, a stranger that's while you don't know what they're going through at the gas station. Just say hi. They're gonna look at you like you have ten heads. <laughs> but a friendly hello to a stranger, you don't know what type of power and you don't know what and they're hope. going through. Yeah. That's what I literally offer a friendly smile to strangers all yeah. the time. It says exercise, writing your journal. Mm. Have a cup of tea. I like that. <laughs> I like or, that coffee. Coffee. or coffee. Or <laughs> coffee. Um, set limits on how much news you're consuming, which we talked we about. We talked about that. Um, it talks about seek out your squad or those people who lift you up. Surround yourself. Always know those people that lift you up. Yes. And if you're feeling down, call them out. Call go, them. Go have a dinner or a lunch or happy hour. Cook and eat food that is healthy and nutritious. You take care of your yeah. inside. It's going to make you feel good. Proper sleep. I know that's something big for me. If I don't have my proper sleep, I, I'm not mm -hmm. doing well. <laughs> no. And try to take it moment by moment. And so we, we want to encourage you guys who are tuning in to us. How do you keep a positive outlook? And if you don't know or if you tend to, many people tend to, to go to the negative, we want to challenge you. Just yeah. sit down and just think about it. Think about all the positives in your life or look it up. You know, we did a lot of research for this segment today. And just, if you have to list all the positives and when you want to think about the negative, pull out your list and think about all the positives that you have going in. So we're wrapping it up. Any closing short thoughts you want to say? I really Charlie? like what you said. Sometimes um, I think that Many of the people listening right now may be going through really hard times. We yes. all are facing some type of struggle or battle in That's our day-to-day -day lives. And I really like what you said about take some time, write down your positives, and not only that, take it moment by moment. We can tend to overwhelm ourselves and that overwhelm can seem so scary that it doesn't allow us to tap into that fighting spirit, you feel defeated already. We're not defeated. There's so much out there. There's so many resources. Like you said, find your squad. If you don't have a squad, get involved in a community. Get out right. and get surround yourself with positive thinking people that are gonna pour into you, that are gonna lift you up. Make a conscientious choice of closing doors with people that bring toxicity and negativity. Not only is it bad for our mind, it's bad for our health. Right. And so choosing to be positive, choosing to make good choices, choosing to write down the happiness, choosing to take it one step at a time, all together can lead to a very, very positive life where we feel like we're overcoming and we're really being gritty and we're operating in grace. Any closing thoughts, Morgan? No, thank you, thank you for joining us and being on here and giving us all your wealth of information. You. I know we could probably have 
12 hours, a 12-hour yeah, episode. <laughs> <but> <laughs> it, we'll leave it for the next one. We'll yeah. leave some for the next time. And so we want to thank you guys for tuning in to our show. And you guys, we will catch you for our next segment. Please tune in and have a great day. Bye. Bye. Friendly Voices, the, the Senior, Senior Care, Care Podcast. Podcast.